Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and today we're going to be talking basketball, specifically basketball at Hood College. And my guest today is the newly hired head women's basketball coach at Hood College, Mr. Durante Polite. Coach, thank you for taking some time and welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited to, to be on the show and um, ready to talk a little bit about uh, Hood College women's basketball. Indeed, and that's what we want to find out for sure. But first, let's get an idea of who Coach Durante Pol- Polite is as far as where your journey and getting here to Frederick. Man, uh, so I'll say I started out at a small Bible college uh, in Mobley, Missouri, called Central Christian College of the Bible. Um, it was a, it's a non-scholarship program, Title like D three, part of the NCCAA. Okay. Um, so school schools like I think Lancaster Valley Forge they used to be in that, um, and so you know we uh, was there for two years, took over a program. Never they never had a winning season. Uh, we won the conference in my first year there, and uh, and in my second year we had a lot of success too. Went seventeen and one over two years in the conference, and so um, so had a lot of success there. Wanted to kind of like okay, I'm gonna make this a career now. So wanted to get into some scholarship level. Um, from there, I went to Bryan College, uh, NAIA school in Tennessee. Was there for one year as an assistant, and then after that, I went to IMG Academy. You know the elite. Um, Heard of them? You know prep school. <laughs> yep. yep in, in Florida, so I was there for four years. Uh, was a, was a great great opportunity for me as a coach. Really begin to kind of find out who I was and what I wanted to do and, and develop some systems. And then I want to get back to the college level. So I, I was the head coach at Lincoln College. They were transitioning from a junior college to a four-year uh, university. And so I, I was there doing that transition. Um, had a winning season there as well. And I had met the coach at Milwaukee the summer before I got the job at Lincoln. And so she had an opportunity to open up um, at the Division One level on her, on her staff, Kyle Recklitz. And so I um, – I took advantage of that opportunity, and and that's where I was the last four years prior to coming here. Uh, I was the assistant coach and the recruiting coordinator and um, had some success. We won the conference one year, went to the WNIT, and uh, and now I'm here at Hood College looking to kind of, you know, establish a program, a a winning culture, and and be excited. I'm from the East Coast, so I'm excited to get closer to the family as well. That's important for sure, Coach. Was what was it about Frederick and Hood College that kind of drew you here? Well, you know, I, I think I'll put it like this: as no matter how good I think I am as a coach, you got to have the players, right? So <laughs> yeah. I can be the greatest with the X's and the O's, but you got to have the players. And I think you you know you have a lot of colleges that are kind of in the middle of nowhere, right? Well, that's mm-hmm. that's not true for college. You know, Frederick is a is a, a great city. Um, you know, it's a lot to do. It's close to, you know, Baltimore and D.C. Um, and in Hood College, I mean, it's a very welcoming campus, you know, from the just the, the scenery, you know, a lot of green mm-hmm. space. And, and, and just when I was meeting with the student athletes, they were part of my interview process. You know, they, they hadn't had the most um, from a from a wins and losses right. standpoint. They hadn't had the best basketball experience, but they enjoyed being at Hood College. And so for me, I'm like, well, okay, they haven't necessarily won the way they want to, but yet they still want to be there. That means I can, 
you know, I should be able to get some other people to come and, and we can kind of get this thing turned around. So that that was a big draw, you know, and, and I think also there seems to be a commitment from administration to, to want to win and mm-hmm. to, and sometimes at smaller schools, there's a dichotomy that exists between academics and athletics. And I don't feel that here at Hood. So, um, so I'm excited. Coach, the segue there you got for me. Yes, uh, the women's program has fallen on hard times recently, and it's. It, I know it's been a it's been a struggle. What are some of the, your expectations or goals that you're looking to try to get going and implement here uh, in your first year? So I think first year. It's, it's kind of finding out, like, you know, finding those who are going to be here and establishing the program as we move forward. Um, it, it, you know, it's, it's tough. I have a lot of respect for Division three coaches, especially new Division three coaches, because you only have a short amount of time to try to get your team ready. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so this year I just want to establish a system, who we are, you know, as far as, you know, hood college basketball, like how hard we're going to play and just terminology and, and things like that so that next year when I bring in the recruiting class, I can really work on, hey, this is how hard we have to play as opposed to putting things in and organizing things. Hopefully we'll have enough uh, young women back in the program to where when the freshmen or the, the transfers come in, they they can kind of teach them the system while in the beginning I'm just like, hey, this is the level, the fitness level we have to be at in order to compete at the collegiate level. So this is a foundational year, establishing who we are, who we want to be, and um, and how we want to play. And then hopefully from there we can uh, bring people in who are ready to take us to another level. Very good, Coach. Um, how would you describe your coaching style uh, and, or, and or, uh, philosophy? So I would say style. I, I would say I'm demanding, but I'm not demeaning. Right. And so okay. I'm, I'm very passionate. Um, you know, you'll see me, you know, I'll jump up and down on the sidelines <laughs> and things like that. Uh, so I try to sit down. It's hard for me to do. You'll see me yell my players name from across the court, but you never hear me calling them outside of their names. When we're face to face, you know, I'll challenge them, but I'm not going to be like yet screaming in their face and things like that. So I would say that's kind of my style. I have an open door policy. They know they can come talk to me. We can be honest. They're going to be honest with me. I'm going to be honest with them. Um, they'd be honest with me. I'm honest with them. And I'll say, um, style-wise, I want to get up and down the floor. So I want to try to squat a transition as quick as possible. Um, but I, I want us to be balanced, too. We might have to be in a game where maybe that's not who we what we can do to win. And so I want us to sit down and be able to execute, especially when we have the lead late in games. Um, and then defensively, it's just a must. we got to get after it. Mm-hmm. So getting on the floor for loose brawls. Um, you know, stepping in, taking charges, kind of having that we over me mentality. Yeah, exactly. Looking back uh, over your career as a player and coach, uh, Durante, what would you say are some of the mentors you've had along the way that kind of really uh, you use them as your way of, of how you've gotten uh, through your career so far? Man, that's an excellent question. That's an excellent question. It's, you know, it's so many people. I'll start with my high school basketball coach, Earl Sadler. He just uh, retired um, from from my high school last year. But when I first got my my first coaching job, he was the first one I called, and he was like, hey, 
come down here. I put something on the grill, and then we'll just talk through everything. And so my first year coaching, I basically did everything I did in high school, <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay. Um, so he he was he was major, you know, just a really good coach, honest coach, um, but I, someone that you know I knew cared about me, and so he was a major influence. I'll say. Um, Jason Smith, when I was at when I was at Bryan College, I mean, he just helped me be able to understand uh, defense from a systematic standpoint. Um, when I was at IMG Academy, Shell Daly and Jennifer Seppielli were huge. Um, Shell Daly would just again, she played and coached at a high level, and so I, I began to understand like the fitness level that's really needed from a team in order to compete at a high level. And uh, Jennifer Seppielli was just great with in-game adjustments. Um, and just seeing the game and, and knowing how to, to to make the changes, even on, on the fly. And so I learned a lot from her. And then there was this young lady, Miss Jan Bowers, when I was at Lincoln College. Uh, she was a Hall of Famer there. She was a teacher. And at the end of the season, I was like, Jan, okay, give it to me. Give it to me straight. <laughs> and, um, and, and, and I took it. And she just told me all the areas that I can improve. I ended up not going back because of the Milwaukee job. Um, and then I'll say the last one. You know, Kyle Reckless, you know, I, I was the per, I, I will say I was the type of person I never felt like I needed to go D1 to validate who I was as a coach. Okay. Um, but I could say the opportunity that I got, it was Kyle Reckless that gave it to me. And, you know, I would say I'm a confident person, right? I'm a pretty mm-hmm. confident person. And so if I had gotten this job four years ago, I would have felt like I could do the job just because I'm a confident person. I would have found, I would have figured it out. Um, being at Milwaukee, have just kind of helped me from a systematic standpoint mm-hmm. to kind of sure up some things from a systematic approach to where I know what needs to happen. And um, so, yeah, so I, I got a nice mix of, of some men and some women in there um, that have just been very, very vital to my growth and development as a coach. And coach, it's uh, we're glad to have you here in Frederick and, uh, and at Hood College. And, you know, this is supposed to be. And I'm I'm a firm believer we end up where we are needed and where we're supposed to be, and it's it's certainly seems like this is a nice fit for you. Yes, yes, it is. It's been uh, it was it was an answer to prayer. I'll tell you that. So we are <laughs> we're excited to be in this area. You know, I've seen my family more over the last you know two three months than I had over the last two years, and so family yeah. something that's very important to me and my wife. And um, so, yeah, this has been a, a, a huge blessing for us. That's that's the way it should be, for sure. Um, looking ahead, Coach, and, and the years you've spent at the different levels of, uh, of coaching, what would you say would be some key ingredients that, that mm-hmm. you would definitely uh, or should have when you're building a consistent and competitive program? Uh, another great question. Um, I, I guess you do this for a living. Huh? <laughs> I, I would say uh, culture is big, and I know like that word is used a lot. Uh, I'm I'm big on like taking culture from like pieces of paper or like you know signs on a wall and and trying to turn it into um, real life action on the court and, and in life. Um, you know, we start off every practice with the following where you say I'm here today for one reason and that's to become a better teammate. And so we really, we really focus on that. Like what does that being a better teammate, what does that mean? And we talk about things about, you know, sacrifice and, 
and uh, you know, forgiveness, you know, you, mm-hmm. you got to be willing to forgive, being held accountable while also holding others accountable. So I think that's the that's probably the biggest thing in our sport, especially is like, how can I be a good teammate? And that's on and off the court. And when you when you begin to get that, you begin to you can kind of play it into, hey, me being a good teammate isn't just like being nice. <laughs> like me being a good teammate is telling telling somebody like, hey, you need to pick it up. Right. Right. Um, me being a good teammate can be I need to get in the gym because they're expecting me to like be able to hit this shot. And, you know, you don't get better at shooting without shooting, you know, so I need right. to get in the gym as much as possible. So I think it's, it's that's the biggest thing and kind of teaching the players what it takes to win and that they, you know, let them know that you got more in you than what you actually think you do. And so it's it's my job to kind of help them see that. But it's truly a partnership. They got to be invested. And when I think when they get the sense of, hey, this is ours, you know, mm-hmm. like coaches a lot of times we say it's my program, but it's really our program. Right. And and when they have that ownership, then I think we'll, we'll get so much without having to ask them to do it because it's, they feel like it's theirs and they're going to do everything they can to protect that. Another question here for you, Coach. You've been been doing this for a few years now, and you've had mm-hmm. different people mentoring you along the way, different programs, different levels. Um, what have you learned about yourself? <laughs> man, what have I learned about myself? Ah, uh, man, that's another good one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to drop the mic here in a minute, Coach. You keep just saying no, that. No, <laughs> you, you, you're killing it. You're killing it. I would say, you know, what I've learned about myself is um, is that I, I have to I have to be people oriented. Okay. I have to be people people first. You know, I'm a I'm a believer. You know, I'm a, I'm a believer. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Christian, um, and I always say. I got to be able to sleep at night because I feel like I, from my conscious standpoint, I answer to someone higher than my boss, to someone else's. I answer higher to someone than to, than someone else's parent, um, and so I think that's what I've learned. I, I've learned is just to to be people oriented um, and to keep the main thing the main thing. And I, as I've done that throughout my career, I, I'll tell you a quick story. Okay. Um, when I when I took the job at Lincoln College, you know, a lot of times, I mean, a lot of times at small colleges, you don't really have like insurance and stuff like that can be very expensive. People don't understand what us coaches go through. Right. And so, um, when we moved there, took the job from a family standpoint, we thought we had everything figured out. Basically, come to find out, like we, my wife, she, we weren't able to get her insurance like I thought we would be able to. And so, going into the next year. When we when we went into NAIA, we weren't able to play for the um, in the national tournament the first year. But my second year, I was bringing everyone back, including a young lady who the next year she was the conference player of the year. Oof. And so when I got the the offer from Milwaukee, you know I was kind of like I can go to the national tournament next year. So I don't mm-hmm. know if I should take the Milwaukee job, but with Milwaukee, my wife would have insurance, uh. and so. I was like, I need to do what's best for my family. Mm-hmm. 
And the next year, the NAIA National Tournament didn't happen. Why? Because of COVID. You know what I mean? And so oh. <laughs> I, I'm thankful, yes. you know, that I, I've learned that I have to keep people first. And whether that's other people, you know, other people with how I deal with these young women, um, but then also my own family. And so it's just just being people-oriented and, and keeping the main thing the main thing. Indeed, I agree with you 100% there, Coach. Looking at the women's program on the collegiate level, uh, do you see mm-hmm. any tweaks or anything that may coming down the road, the future uh, that, that with, it, with uh, women's basketball and, and, uh, at the collegiate level? You know, it's, it's hard to say. I think there is definitely a um, – I, I love the time that we're in right now. Um, I think the respect for uh, women's sports, but women's basketball in particular, is growing. Um, and, and so I, I like that. I, I think I think the level of play is just going to continue to get better. It's going to continue to get better, Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three. You know, I'm a fan of the transfer portal. I'm not. I'm not against it. Um, right. I think at some point they'll kind of they'll. You know, when you introduce something mm-hmm. new, you gotta find where to regulate. So I think they'll they'll regulate some stuff as they should uh, pretty soon. But yeah, I just think it's just gonna continue to get better and better. I think coaches, um, more more uh, more coaches are getting into um, the game who are former players, and there are more and more resources now mm-hmm. than ever. And so. Um, I just think the game's just going to continue to grow, and, and it's going to continue to be respected, and that's that's a beautiful thing for me. Indeed, and you brought the good point there. That seems to be kind of a, a hiccup and a little bump in the road, so to speak, in that transfer portal. Uh, there needs to be some smoothing out of it, I guess, uh, to make things a little more equitable or, uh, you know, make it run better and not have all the these uh situations arise yeah yeah and and again i think you know i I think it's good for players to it's it's of course you know back in the day it didn't happen and there's good and stand in situations right but i can tell you i'm in the industry i know that there's some bad situations out there for players like it it just is like if i'm honest and so Mm -hmm. um so for them to be able to have that 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 mobility i think is good Again, I think it should be regulated because, um, you know, you you have coaches that are trying to figure out their rosters. And so I think that window has to change a little bit, which they're, they're doing. They're tweaking. Um, you know, they're tweaking it each year. And so I, I think it's, it's going to be a good thing overall. I, I hope so, too. I'm with you there. Um, unfortunately, time is running low. Uh, coach, it always does. Uh, and, and you say, do I do this for a living? Well, uh, in a way, yes, but I, I enjoy it. And this is one of the things I really enjoy doing is talking to coaches and, and players too. Uh, it keeps me connected and, and it's a, it's a, a lot of fun for me and it's enjoyable as much as, and I coach. So I understand that end of it from your, from your spot, but we are yeah. very, very glad to have you coach here in Frederick, as I said, at Hood College. Uh, yes. I certainly want to thank you for taking the time and wish you the very best out at Hood and getting that program going where you want it to go. Good luck, sir. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed myself. 
If ever you want to have me back, I'm coming back. I appreciate you. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a problem, Coach, and we'll, we'll try and work and see if we can get out there this season and do a game for you as well. We'll, we'll, we'll work on That'd that. But awesome. Indeed. But thanks again, and, and good luck this year, Coach. All right, you take care. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You've been listening to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and we'll see you next week.